0: Hello, friends. Hello, Saf. Hello. Hello, everybody who's out there. I see the chat is already super active today. Hello, everyone. I can't wait to read it all. It looks like Southern Sass has something going on there. I look forward to reading that later. Chris is packing up from Texas and heading back with the fam to Israel. So he is not. Oh, Cynthia here is from Texas. Uh, so Chris is uh, about to be traveling back uh, to the Middle East to join you. Uh, So he is not here with us today, but we are uh, glad that everybody is with us and we are diving in to the great transition. Yes. Talking about what is going on. Yeah. Talking about what is going on in the world through the lens of the wisdom of Kabbalah. So welcome. Welcome to first time people and our old friends. Uh, We do always check those, the chats. I think we're also on Facebook. So have ideas or questions or things about the show let us know there we are very happy to see them if we can get to them during the show or we always read them afterwards all right everyone actually it seems like things cooled down i mean not cooled. it's actually very very hot it's, it's actually very hot, hot. In Jersey. i know it's yeah. super hot everywhere but i mean it's it sweltering. Like we're hot, getting yeah. sweltering hot besides the sweltering heat mm-hmm. and the 160th day of the war and all the other craziness yeah. uh, our news cycle in the last few days has not been overwhelmed by a new war, or a new tragedy. So it seems like, mm. you know, if you don't constantly keep feeding it, um, you kind of get desensitized to it. I guess like the way we get desensitized to the word peace or love or anything. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> listen, when, uh, when people want to approach the wisdom of Kabbalah, when they want to approach the Zohar, for example, or even the Bible, the five books of Moses, there's a, a big problem. The language is so coded, and it's so far from us that it takes tons of preparation. Like one word or one one line is like a whole zip file. We always like joke about that. Like we could say one word, we yeah. both know what yeah. we're talking about. But there's so much preparation. Yeah. One sentence yeah. contain a whole a whole book. In fact, yeah, uh, zip
1: zip file is the is really. A great example that's really what what it feels like yeah it's like a like a package and clearly it needs to be un, unpacked yeah
0: right you can have one word yep uh that word can have a numerical value that word can have the, the shapes of the letter that word can be related to other words and then you take that word and put it into a sentence connected to other words and you you literally have entire books written about just one sentence or even you know like the first word of a book or something like that so What conditions, what connections, the Zohar, the, the Torah, it's locked behind many, many gates for many, many thousands of years. So as the generations progressed, as humanity developed, uh, and specifically from the Ari to our times, the giant, the gigantic Kabbalist, Balasulam sulam wrote several introductions to the Zohar to prepare a person to enter in there. So... For example, if I'm going to go visit you in Israel, I need to have which, some, some which
1: will happen soon,
0: right? Yeah, so I need I need to have some shekels. Mm-hmm. It's a shekelim. I need to have a couple shekels. Right. Yeah, I need to have be some... able. To... I need.
1: You should have some, some it, shekels. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's worthwhile to have a place to sleep when I get there. Um, if I'm allergic to um, zatar. And homeless it's going to be a problem like i need there's like a few kind of preparations i need to do right do yeah. i bring a winter jacket do i bring shorts like if i'm going to visit a country even we understand there's a few preparations If i'm going to go to go to the if i'm going to go to the new jersey shore the beach for the weekend anyway mm-hmm. i need a towel i need sunscreen i need something in you know, a bathing suit to go in the, right so even when we're going to go somewhere physically we need some kind of preparation so when we're going to go approach uh, a spiritual place, yeah, a place of fulfillment, a place of warmth, a place beyond I mean even place of fulfillment and warmth already it seems very different than what we're talking about you know when we in our news cycle, but a place beyond time and space. so we need to have some kind of language, some kind of tools to know how to navigate there. what's the weather going to be like when we get there? Mm-hmm. so in all of those introductions that bala wrote for us to the Zohar. He goes over the structure of reality again and again, from the top. Yes. He goes from the bottom. He goes from the inside, essence, soul, body, garment, hall. He goes from the outside. He goes uh, from every direction, You know, in, out, up, down, right, left. Uh, and slowly, by going over this again and again, we orient ourselves. We cal- calibrate ourselves to that yeah. place, that spiritual place. In addition to those introductions he even stepped it down even more he wrote all these other articles that are really close to us in a more kind of colloquial language without all of the language of the spheroid and worlds and all that stuff on how the um, on our material dimension you know, he goes okay so you have so he goes you have inanimate you know the mineral the element the elemental level then the vegetative then the animal then the speaking he starts to break it down in his epic epic truly epic article the freedom where he covers free will so clearly so patiently lays out before our eyes that we're a piece of hardware a piece of protein hardware uh mm-hmm. that has some software installed on it right? we're, we're obviously not consciously i say that we have software operating on that this piece of hardware think about it you don't uh you're not you know how much how many hours a day are you like working on like your kidneys and your and your all oh, your pancreas all of these things have the software installed on them they know what to do yes uh, if a bone breaks it knows what to do if germs enter that all of these systems there's much software installed on this hardware that knows what to do without us doing anything in addition to that this is all laid out real clear in in Balasubramaniam's article in addition to that we also have ancestral inheritance meaning like all of the things that those who came before us acquired in their generations and then uh, he says you know that drop comes from the father's brain and then leaves him and goes into them is implanted into the mother all of that is also then passed on to the next protein hardware that will come out yes Uh, in, in addition to the the software that comes you know the same monkey software right if a monkey also has a heart and lungs and a brain, just like we do. So, that software on those organs is not unique to us, but additionally, we have this other ancestral inheritance that we learn from.
1: Yeah, uh, it's kind yeah. of, and even, and even if you look at genetics, you know, there's like one percent of genes that separate us and monkeys, and there's also uh, between people. There's just one percent of genes that's different. Like, so you and I and everyone else in the world, we share ninety-nine percent of the same genes, and there's only one percent of our genes that makes you and I unique and novel from each other. So it's all hardware and software built in, wired into us. Yeah, all built in. So where do you want to go with that it? We, yeah,
0: yeah. It's well, uh, uh, it's funny that we all uh seem like we're all so different from each other when 99.9 percent yeah. of us are, are the same it's yeah you know yeah all so of your wars, uniqueness if so all problems. of your
1: you know my dreams my aspirations my goals my traits my quirks you know i'm you know I'm, I'm so unique and weird and strange and special you know and that's just like really what if if you're talking about the corporeal uh level the material level of reality it's just really one percent that makes all of that fuss You know, probably even
0: less than one percent. So, and then, uh, and then we're born. So, when we're born, we didn't choose what we're fed. We didn't choose what songs were played to us. We didn't choose what books were read to us. We didn't choose our home life. Was it safe home life? Was it a volatile home life? Did our teachers, you know, what did they bring to the classroom? What kind of life did they come from? What kind of home did they have? Yeah. When I want to get sneakers. I want to get sneakers based on what the kids that I like are wearing. You know, there's certain kind of kids. Yeah. If you drive past I, the high school, I, I, I love how, and...
1: uh, uh, um, go ahead. Sorry. Go... <laughs> no, tell me, tell me. <laughs> Finish the, uh, <laughs> when you,
0: when you go past high school, you see there's the group of kids that are wearing like the, the doc Martins. There's the group yeah. of kids that are wearing the converse all stars. Right. You know, there's the group of kids that are wearing the, <laughs> you know, the sports <laughs> shoes. Uh, there's a group of kids who are wearing birkenstocks you know the like desert sandals maybe as you guys call them mm-hmm. um you know there's there's you, you wear clothes according to what your friends are wearing the music yeah. we listen to is according to the the people that that we uh respect so yeah what what out... what
1: made, what made me made me giggle is that the yeah. i remember the first time i i read the freedom article by so he writes right in the beginning there one of the first few paragraphs he goes something like uh so if you really delve into the word freedom (laughs) you'll see that there's no meaning to it whatsoever like any meaning you apply to it really you find it gone when you when you start thinking what actually makes me free what in what am i free free to do what think what And it's like, everything comes to you, either from your genes or from your environment and your education. It's like, you're really, we have to rethink, you know, our whole attitude towards free choice. It's funny because freedom, freedom, right? Like in the world, it's like this big thing, man is free, the land of the free, a democracy promotes freedom of the individuals, you know, the pursuit of freedom and all that. And really in the grand scheme of things, freedom is not that big thing. It's actually a very specific, very thin latitude area where you have latitude in the whole program of reality and you need to so find it. I, yeah. So I think you were being
0: really generous when you said uh, 99% because... I oh, went, that's, just, went, nine, nine,
1: that, nine, that's nine, just Nine 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 nine
0: percent. <laughs> yeah, so we're living... Ninety nine point nine 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 percent without consciousness mm. based on the, the protein hardware we got, the software we got installed on it. And then the other software that, that we received from society as far as yeah. music tastes and all those things. So if we're any other species, um, if we're if we're foxes if we're if we're if we're like all of the other species we're like the leopards we're like the dolphins the whales we're just another version there's chimps there's orangutans and there's us what are we called homo sapiens yes we're called you got chimps you got orangutans you got dolphins you got (laughs) whales and you got us okay if that's it if we're just another group so there's not a lot to talk about right Mm -hmm. it's just that's it there's just each one is just a different kind it's um and and that's it but imagine a scenario where um, a leopard sneaks up on a chimp. Okay. Right. All right. And, he, and he's waiting. He's waiting. Sneaky he's waiting,
1: leopard.
0: Bah, he, yeah. He, 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 yeah. Sneaky leopard. And he um, he's waiting for the chimp. The chimp comes down from the tree, whatever. And, and the leopard gets him. He gets his claws into him. <laughs> he breaks the skin.
1: Okay. 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 And he's
0: holding on to him good. Yeah. But the chimp is a beast and he whacks him in the face and the leopard lets go for a second and the chimp gets away okay. and the chase is on the chimp has his arm gashed ripped open okay yeah but the body will take all of if if the chimp hangs out for a while goes up in a tree and hangs out in a, in a week whatever two weeks he's going to be healed but not now
1: Sure,
0: no energy is going to go towards healing the arm right now Right, 100%. everything is going
1: towards fight or flight right now. Yeah, exactly. Fight.
0: I mean, flight. Hundred percent of the energy is going mm-hmm. towards flight. So all of the, all of that leaves all of the other things. Now, with, with with us, even, um, we use we have this different. Let's still assume that we're just a different species like everyone else. We have the front part of our brain which can do all of this different kind of processing. But when we're in fight or flight, the, not only does the blood leave the, the limbs and stuff, Mm -hmm. but the blood leaves the thinking part of our brain and moves back to the reflexive part of our brain, back to our original. Like like the the limbic
1: system and all that area. Yeah. All the reflexes,
0: like how do I just keep myself alive? All that, that software that's installed about how to just keep the species, how to keep this creature alive, Mm -hmm. not all that extra stuff. So,
1: yeah. So basically, you could get a phone call, and if the phone call you get is in a certain time of the day in a certain context where you think it's your angry boss or something, you could then uh, direct all your blood flow to the limbic system and and, <laughs> and stop mm-hmm. thinking because of one you know a ringtone literally, which is it's it's really funny if you if you think about yeah yeah I mean the, that ringtone today. Represents what you know, something like a seeing a saber toothed tiger was 200,000 years ago,
0: right? It's insane, and and yeah. even more, and even more than that. Uh, it's funny because I know people who they hear a certain like they have a certain alarm on their phone, and they're like, Ugh! like every time they hear it, it's <laughs> some, like PTSD. But so, um, imagine. Well, we know from just even movies and things like that that we can feel emotions based on something that we see on a screen. We can cry, we can laugh, we can get scared. So imagine yes. if uh, if if there was something on uh, all the our media here, for example, that it was like Vladimir Putin saying, "You know, I'm going to nuke the U.S. at uh, 8 p.m. New York time."
1: Okay. The, the problem is when you, when f- you say something like that. That example specifically. Be, be, just clarify that you're just giving an example. Say it a few times because people today will, you know, this could be reality, uh, very, very soon. That's it. So, okay. So I'm, what I'm saying about you, just an example. You, okay. Just say I'm just bringing example, up an example. Say it in the beginning, before it, the example, and after the example. Here's an example.
0: Imagine <laughs> example that there is some video circulating of Vladimir Putin saying, "I'm going to nuke." New York at eight PM Eastern today. That's an example. I'm just Good. giving an example okay. right yes, now. Yes, this okay? was an example. <laughs> and imagine all of the emotions, all of the reactions, right. all of right. the limbic activity. Yeah, like the collective imagine limbic traffic.
1: consciousness, a subconsciousness of humanity yeah, now imagine, turns on. Yeah.
0: Right. Now imagine it turns out that it was a deep fake. Right. Do you know what, you know what a deep fake is? A deep fake means yes. software that they have now, it can make a, any person. It started out of course as everything did in porno. They took a celebrity's face and put it on. Ah, someone did it else. start
1: from porno? I didn't
0: know that but actually. I think the whole internet started from porno. Yeah. So, uh, well not, not from scientists. <laughs> but but obviously. definitely
1: but definitely the from scientists it started, but but definitely the high bandwidth Expansion. video, video consumption. Yeah, that that yeah. Def- so, definitely definitely so they deep fake also. Yeah.
0: I think deep fake really you know took its wings from that same industry um, so okay. the point is that the reaction right it's not like the leopard actually got his claws into you. Nothing actually happened, yes, in reality, only that yeah. we think something happened, we perceived that something happened and all of that reaction, real reaction, real feelings all yeah. yeah, came out of that. First of all, I would I would uh, impress upon everyone to realize that even if it's not deepfakes, this exact thing is happening all of the time now. We're constantly being fed things by crooked, corrupted people in order to keep us in um i'm not talking conspiracy theories just turn on the news and you'll see i mean you look at the weather report from 1990 where it was 39 degrees celsius in england and it was
1: like a person saying it's check out check out what check check this out what i i just uh saw yesterday we didn't talk about this this (laughs) the um you know how I, I'm sure, I mean, I mean, it's like that in, in the States, too. You have all of these juices or things you eat, things you buy in the supermarket that say 100% natural ingredients, natural ingredients. This is organic yeah. ingredients, natural ingredients. Anyway, at any, in Israel, at least, and I'm sure it's the same over there and, and probably all over the West, The the when you buy a juice an orange juice or whatever that says a hundred percent natural ingredients that's what it says a hundred percent natural ingredients what that means is that came from earth (laughs) it it means that at some point it came from earth Beyond that, I saw this this, this, um, this, this Israeli guy who uh, does these mini documentaries. Uh, anyway, he shows you exactly what happens. It turns out, long story short, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but long story short, the regulation is such that you're allowed as a company to write natural, 100% natural. If it comes from Earth. Pretty much if it comes from earth, there is a list of about 110 different things that whatever you take from earth can go through and still the regulation allows you to call it natural ingredients. So you you end up with, so for instance, with the juice, there's a bunch of uh, uh, oranges that they, it comes from Brazil, actually, most of them. And how can you send you know how can you send all those oranges and make orange juice in Israel like how does that work? So they basically they squeeze the the oranges, they take away all of the pulp, they freeze it, and then it Probably comes. Remove all the water it, too. It, so they, they have to remove. Yes, it. yeah. Basically, it becomes this bland, tasteless, just essence of something. They make uh, ice cubes out of it. Then they send it to Israel as ice cubes. Then it's reheated here, and then they add all kinds of stuff to it, all kinds of stuff to it. Long story short, what you're getting a- and 100% all the Brazilian orange juice, it, it, exactly. It's it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So I'm saying, forget conspiracy theories. Everything that you hear on the news, read on the internet, put into your mouth. See on the on the supermarket. See everything that's advertised to you, that's told to you, in one way or another, is swayed, distorted, colored, painted, directed in a certain way. There, there's really nothing. So, so so I have a question for
0: the for uh, for you know to bring to the wisdom of Kabbalah. i can't believe so i can't believe my eyes i can't That's right. believe what they're telling me i don't yeah. know what well, well what you mean agent, you, what anyone's legit can i am not talking about they i'm talking about okay. literally all of reality because the they is also part of nature by sure. the way just like you know all these sure. processes are natural yeah. you know everyone <laughs> putin is natural he's organic uh Zelensky is organic <laughs> i mean everybody comes from earth we're and the system includes everything so the question is if 99.999 percent of this is is kind of pre-programmed and i i can't believe my eyes where am i what is what is going on yeah you know what what do i mm-hmm. because
1: no, anyway, but, but, I, have to, I have to live am. Um, how do you okay there's there's two levels to this, right? Because on one level we're talking about how we're human beings are lying to each other and you can't trust anyone. That's like one theme that we brought up now. But you're implying it's something deeper, which is that regardless of what you hear and who's talking and what you're listening to and you know what uh what it is that you're examining. In any case, you can't trust your own senses. In any case, you can't trust what you call reality to be real. In any case, we never actually experience a reality that we can call real. So what, what level do we want to invest, investigate here? You can
0: never experience a reality that you can call real. So hold on. The organs are doing their things, right? Let's leave them alone. Okay. Right, feed the body. Feed. There's this hardware. In the meantime, I'm living inside of it. I guess uh, that's how I perceive the world through it. And you're, we're kind of coming to a conclusion that we can't believe our own eyes. But in the meantime, this work of the Kabbalist is given to a person who's living in a body. Uh, specifically done by people who are living in bodies. So, I want to first identify uh, where is um, okay, for example, let me just go back to the deep fake thing for a second, okay? okay all right so there's uh the story I so the reason why I brought up deep fake, I saw a story this week that said uh, end of last week that said that actually in our unconscious, we can mm-hmm. I guess after hundreds of thousands of years of of evolution. Uh, Our unconscious can detect deep fakes.
1: Our subconscious, uh, but but not our our subconscious, but not our conscious mind. The reason why the meaning I I could see a deep fake, and in and I could you could ask me, and I would tell you, uh, yeah, it just it looks real. I don't know, I don't see anything wrong with it. But subconsciously, yeah, that's what you mean. Subconsciously, I I think probably like
0: subconsciously, I know I should go to bed now. But I keep scrolling social media for another hour and a half, and I'll be tired again tomorrow. We're like subconsciously, I know I shouldn't have that second hamburger, but or like I kind of know. But consciously, I'm here. Everyone's doing it. I want. You know? But what did they so find?
1: It, what What did the story say? What What the What the story what is... says that subconsciously? Yeah. Uh,
0: I think it's only a little more than fifty percent. But anyway, there's some kind of empirical evidence yeah. that subconsciously we know.
1: Right. Okay. So when we see a deep fake, the science is now saying subconsciously you feel something's not right about it. Right? right. Okay. It's okay. not enough to make so, us uh, right. React, it's not enough but, for us but, but, to yeah. react, but 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 there's something there. Okay. Okay. And 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 that's I think what's interesting about it is that there's a dissonance in inside ourselves. You know, because a part of us feels this is fake and the the conscious part of us might say no this is real which is interesting i would say we're always i mean deepfakes is a is a great example and oh boy if we're thinking about the future that's gonna be that's gonna be can you imagine you i mean imagine
0: imagine political season you don't know which politician imagine even in like a small what you
1: just said about putin Putin, uh, uh declaring nuclear war that could be done with a deepfake you know easily and all those limbic systems of 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 the west where we'll go ballistic over a 15 seconds deep fake or whatever you know um you wouldn't be yeah. able
0: and and not only, it's it's you know for us maybe here it, it it would be different but imagine that you could go to some country that's not as developed and mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, actually, I heard from, uh, and I, it's probably common to everyone who knows about it, but I heard from a guy who lives in Ukraine who has a brother who lives in Russia, that the yeah. brother in Russia was told, you know, on their news, their news is saying, we're going to liberate the Ukrainians from the Nazis there.
1: Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the story is a completely different story depending on where you live and where you get your, your media from, your news from. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. right so everyone's new everyone's sto- you can really take a whole group dude of people don't and-
1: don't go that far left and right in your country it's the highest level of social polarization and what's interesting and there's a lot of social science research on that is to the extent to which the perception of reality the notions of what's good and bad right and wrong and so forth are completely opposite very dissonant in 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 huge It's just extreme polarization, and this is people living together in the same country uh, who have all of the yeah. They're living in a different perception. Yeah, all,
0: all of the university education, all we have the internet, right? You think we have a lot of information? We can be no, Seth. I heard what you said at the beginning. You think I'm unconscious? No, I'm conscious. I read, I watch videos, I listen to scientists, I went to university or I did self-study or I know what's going on. But here's the thing. Once the emotions are activated, once this unconscious is activated by, um, by things we're seeing in the media and all these different stories, we're not using our conscious brain anymore. We're going back to the pre-programmed uh, systems yeah. again. So we're, yeah. we're just, if we could stay... In the conscious place, if we could build a reality, and this is what what uh, Baha'u'llah is—that's why we talked about it at the beginning. When Baha'u'llah is giving us that structure over and over and over again, we're downloading a new set of software into the oh, hardware.
1: That's great. You, that's great. That is really what Kabbalah does to you, I would say. Your—it's very—you know. Here's the thing. Okay, now you inspired, inspired something here. <laughs> I mean, how do you respond when, you know, these situations where people try to, you're in a certain situation, uh, you meet some people, they understand that you're studying Kabbalah in a serious way, that you're serious into that, whether it's like, you know, family relatives or people you meet or something. And then this conversation happens where it's like, what does it give you? What does it, you know, what do you get from it? Or what does it teach you how to do? And there is just no way, almost, to to explain to a person that your whole essence is is going through a reformatting, that it it informs your 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 sense of being and and existing in the world that your whole perception of reality expands that and deepens that you begin to relate to 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 a dimension that is beyond your day-to-day physical experience there's just no way to try to to capture all of that and into a oh it helps me with uh, you know my uh, my job or uh, and all of those <laughs> people are looking for this like you know very clear specific small kind of like you know it, it help it helps you make more money does it help you uh, w- with um, with uh, you know getting more dates does it help you with your family life does it help you at work does it... people are looking for the stuff they know how to enhance that how to improve that but this wisdom it changes who you are that's that's a bit uh i don't want to scare any any people who might be it's you know, great it's great and for this is the first fundam- time. this is great <laughs>
0: no it's not scary it's 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 so needed and it's such a relief and anyone who is paying attention i'm surprised that it doesn't happen more uh especially in the realm of science but we see for example you know i put on a uh, a vr helmet you know you video games used to be this little you know pac-man or something then i got this like very incredible graphic situation now you put on a vr helmet and you can feel you're in another place and you yeah. can actually have uh you know some human feeling robot you may be able to have a human-feeling robot that can punch you if you want to do a fight game. You may have a, a human-feeling robot that can touch you sensually in some situation. You mm-hmm. can have a whole virtual experience with all these droids running these
1: algorithms in us. Yes. The the issue v- is... VR is going to be insane when it becomes like more and more like better and affordable, and like that's going to be... it's gonna be insane because i mean even now even right now i can't i can't remember the numbers but there's some crazy statistics you know we, we look at our phone like whatever like 150 times a day we at least you know like on average uh go back to it something like that the 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 teenagers uh in the west they they spend i think something like 8 to 12 hours a day minimum or something like that on social media. I can't remember the numbers, but it's something crazy like that. And when you think about that's just, that's just, you know, taking a a device and doing like this with with your hand, you know, that's just that. Like what's going to happen when you're going to put on this (laughs) and you're gonna wear a suit
0: we saw it we saw the, the neuralink link end... th- too where the monkey the... thinks and the game plays based right. on how the monkey's
1: thinking uh, it's, so so right. you know when these technologies become more uh you know in daily use who's gonna uh, you know why do i even need to to go to live in this world when i can live in a much better most likely situation and have every design my own universe in vr Why the hell do I need to go back to like to to this to this crappy place and like you know? So it's interesting where it goes. Here's here's the
0: here's the thing about all that. We won't get to any good solution for our problems through any of that. None of our there's no solution to problems through all of that. But but what the tech shows us, I guess the the. The reason why it's happening—it's not because that's mm-hmm. how we're gonna all live fulfilled lives, but the reason. Although it would be great if robots could do the dishes and the laundry and you know cook dinner and yeah. clean up the house, but no, but but, but
1: you're talking but specifically about the experience of virtual reality, the experience of deep fakes when you think it's real and you do, you're not sure anymore. The ex- right that kind of thing, the experience yeah. of technologies that alter or. Alter our sense of reality, or or give us a a um, a hint that we can perceive reality in a different way, that that, that that the reality we're looking at might not be actual reality. That's what you're right. That's what right. You're be- after, right, yeah. because okay. I
0: can feel a person, and we all know people like this. A person can be in such a stressed out state, such a overwhelmed state, and we're looking at the person like. Everything is fine. Right. Everything is going to be fine. Yeah. But we can get into an emotional state. Our perception of reality is totally malleable.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, by I, you don't even need to be... You, you know, there's a good example that I'm sure happened to everyone, to anyone uh, uh, at some point. If you're really bothered by something, if you're like... If you have some... some, um, How do you... Is there a good word for it? Um... Uh, in Hebrew, it's like... Uh, you know what I mean? Like when you're, you're you're consumed by something that you can't stop thinking about because it's so... Uh, uh, you're anxious about it. You're concerned about something. I don't know. Like uh, someone someone you care about uh, just fought with you or something bad is... Someone is in surgery and it's critical, a critical life or death situation. Whatever. Something like that. That kind of situation. In these situations you keep you, you keep being consumed by thoughts a lot of people will identify uh with uh how when you're in that situation you could even eat food because you have to because you, you otherwise you you want you you you'll, uh, and there's no taste you, right but there's literally no taste it's like rubber it's like because you're so occupied with something and so worried about something and you're Your interest right now cannot be focused on the flavor of the food. It's just, it has bigger fish to fry, right? It has bigger things to be occupied by. And your whole sense of reality changes. Your whole, even to the point that the flavor uh, is not the same flavor, if at all. If you even have any flavor at all. So clearly, and then, and add to that, you know, if you want to go all spectrum here, you know, psychedelic experiences uh, where people, uh, you know, will report after some some psychedelic trip that they were in a certain place or they were uh, a certain thing. I was a tree, you know, someone would say or some something like that. You cannot convince, and, and these could be sane people, not delusional, weird, you know, like uh, insane people, just sane people who said, look, I had that experience. And I was there. That was it. I felt that as real. So the thing that we're seeing from here is that clearly our perception of reality is completely malleable. It's completely changeable. And that makes you think, who said we know right now in our default, regular, ordinary day-to-day life, who said we actually know where we are right now. Yeah, and why, this why do too I need to feel this way? Is a certain way? perception.
0: Yeah, right. well, The same way that the Putin, you know, if the, if the as the example of the, you know, the Putin making that kind of announcement, like, why do I need the way that I'm feeling now? The crappy way that I feel from day to day. First of all, what's the value of that? And why do I have to stay in that? And and mm. here's the thing, though. The cobblest comes with a different kind of explanation and solution because the purpose for the cobblest is not just to rearrange the protein to make the protein feel uh, more comfortable. The point is that, well, Asaf, we're going to have (laughs) to. (laughs) we 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 we're up against the wall here and we have to actually go over this wall i think in uh in order to get there because the 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 difference first of all our our playing field has no boundaries when we when we come to the wisdom of Kabbalah we're not talking about being limited by time and space and we're not talking about a situation where Um, we're just going to rearrange something to make more money or rearrange to find somebody uh, compatible with me in my life or rearrange my thoughts so that this person doesn't stress me out anymore, but that specifically from this reality that we're in... Okay, so we established that perception... First of all, we established that... uh, that most of the computations that are, we're going through are, are on autopilot, that we receive them from nature yes. and they're just operating on us. The next thing we uh, confirmed is that our perception is malleable.
1: Yes. And, okay. the, and the thing that, are, that emerges from this, the the question or the conclusion that emerges from this is how can you Uh, uh, safely say that uh, what you think is real is actually real just the fact that we wake up every day and feel a sense of time and space and feel a reality that we call material reality does not mean that this is what really exists it only means that this is our current perception because clearly with different senses you'd see a different world with a different mode of perception with psychedelic uh, experiences with being obsessed over something and so forth and all the examples we just talked about you feel reality in a different way so who says so, so, so just because the default mode is something we're used to you know every every day you go for say seven or eight hours to sleep where where the hell are you going? You know where is that place? Who said you know that you are not sleeping right now? In some other way, a different kind of sleeping, a different kind of dream. So basically, this is what, actually,
0: this is what yeah. the Kabbalists say. The Kabbalists say this that this reality is a dream. We will yes. wake up from this reality.
1: Yeah, there's there's a uh, yeah. Um, can 't remember the full quote, but it's it's it 's even in psalms by the way, in psalms um yeah, I saw a reversed world or uh we were as dreamers yeah. referring referring to the awakening the 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 revelation of what Kabbalists call the spiritual reality feels like awakening from within a dream you you realize you were dreaming uh, while thinking you 're awake anyway so so essentially but but the, i think the main thing i th- i i'd like you know people to take from this is that it's just technically wrong it is objectively wrong and unscientific if you will uh, n- n- to say that this material world within time and space is the objective reality that exists outside of us regardless of us no it's a product of our current perception and we can explore it, we can, you know, we can talk about it, we can build p- airplanes and build the World Wide Web within it using these ideas of time and space, sure. But when it comes to saying this is the true nature of reality, it's a material reality in time and space that exists outside of us, that's just technically a mistake. You cannot say that uh, uh, about reality. You can say that we experience it like that. And, and why is that so important? Because that's what makes Kabbalah so such an empirical practice, super empirical practice, because Kabbalists don't uh, uh, rely on the assumption that because we feel it every day and it's intuitive to us, there's an objective world, a material objective world outside of us, and that's reality. That's a belief. It's, a, it's, a, it's an assumption. Okay. Okay. Just break that. You said that to
0: me before, and I just want you to break it down. The obj- there's a reality outside of me, and you said that's Take just a this-
1: Okay. Look, there's there's this this story that we I thought about bringing up and weren't sure if we'll get to it. Let's just quickly quickly talk about something. Okay. So there is this. Um... There's this uh, the the large hadron collider right in Geneva there on the border between S- atoms, Swiss to make the big yeah all yeah over yeah, again, just, something. yeah exactly it's between Swiss and uh, Swiss and Germany no French and I think the French and the Swiss border anyway it's about thirty kilometers twenty seven kilometers underground two hundred meters deep it's a it's a circular tunnel basically and yes they're sending particles. Uh, uh, at very 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 dramatic uh, speeds to to basically that creates energy explosions and from those energetic explosions uh, uh, particles are created during the explosions and they try to measure to detect using detectors what happens in the explosion and from that they're trying to study the building blocks of matter right so there's this article I'll, I'll put put the headline of the screen. Can you see this? So LHCb—that's the Large Hadron Collider. Uh, I don't know what b here stands for. Uh, um, anyway, it's called the Large Hadron Collider. That's they—they they finished building it already in 2010. It's uh, uh, 2008. It's not a new thing, uh, but they keep renovating it and and improving it and try to make new to to run to conduct new experiments. Anyway, they found three new particles. They ran another collision, three new particles. <laughs> this is what, what's so so funny to me, you know, from a Kabbalistic perspective. What, what are those particles? What are those particles? Exactly. Did we now find the, 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 the secrets of reality? Did we find what reality is actually made of? Where are those particles? What are those particles? the particles no, no, you're, you're, you're saying a lot of zip files so, okay so okay un- so let's that. open it up. okay <laughs> you're no, so probably right yeah, yeah they
0: found particles now, to you you're saying right. they found particles but
1: they're, they're the reality doesn't exist no no, no, no but, but wait let, to, okay they, let's take it jump. step by step then they found through their what detectors that there's found a, some matter th- three new kind of uh, particles they didn't know exist so is, is particle matter particles are little tiny bits of matter okay so they smash things together they smash they create energy something
0: Something that wasn't there before appeared
1: yes something they didn't find before yeah three yes three yeah so so think about uh you know atoms we were all familiar with atoms. We used to think this is like a very fundamental description of reality, that it's built from atoms. Then we discovered that there's subatomic particles, uh, you know, that there's like protons and neutrons quarks. and electrons. And then we discovered that the protons are made of quarks. And this is the level that we're talking about here, something at the, at okay. the level of, of quarks. Okay, so there, okay. that's what these, these guys are, uh, are discovering. Okay. And again, billions and billions of dollars. I think ten thousand scientists from around the world participated in, in building it and designing it. Huge, you know, achievement for human engineering. Amazing, no doubt. But what are those quarks or hadrons? By the way, that's why it's called a hadron collider because a hadron is like a like just like a molecule is a collection of atoms. So a hadron is a collection of quarks. Anyway, doesn't matter little 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 tiny 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 bits of matter. Okay. We found we found three new <laughs> new of those new tiny bits. What are those bits of matter? What are they? Where are they? They are they actually the building blocks of some objective reality that exists outside of us whether we look at it or not whether we exist or not it existed before us it will exist after us and we are now studying it is that really what's going on so are you have reality? you have to give me you have to uh give me feedback here Don't so i know it? if if this is uh, if no, this, want, still, no, so if you, this you is said, still if this is still zip said... files or this is this is if or you think this is understood no, you said So said what see are if, these I, particles if we can go deeper
0: I want to go as deep as possible in the next ten minutes. But you said, "What are those particles? Um, you know, is it real? I mean, you know, what is this mouse? Is it yeah, real?" I mean, same question, it, of, oh, course. Okay, oh, okay. So, of course. Okay, so that's that's why yes. I got thrown off. That what? Well, so let's try and separate it. Like, you know, I could say, "What is this mouse?" It's not as yes. not a great question. But you know, what what is what is anything then?
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, that doesn't have anything
0: to do with the hadron collider.
1: Exactly. Yes, that's exactly right. For some reason. Uh, I mean, for, for obvious reasons, we think that if we go deep, deep, deep into matter, we will find the secrets of the universe, right? But even when we go d- the d- as deep as you can go, you're still observing through your own senses and your own brain and your own mind. And so... You don't ever get to know what is outside of so you. So, with which
0: brain, and which mind, can you perceive the spiritual, re- the, the true, objective uh, spiritual reality?
1: Okay. So, wait—that's a jump. Now, wait—if we, if we're if we're gonna go, uh, let's let's go step, step by go. step. That's where okay. I was trying to go with the so, first
0: item, but I couldn't make so f- the leap. So the I, first... I, I, it brought us to a wall, but I couldn't get <laughs> over so, it. Uh,
1: let's try this route. So, so the first okay. thing to uh, recognize is this. Everything we're looking at and experience and call material reality is our experience. This is our experience. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying we don't know what it is. Let's be fair. Let's be reasonable, okay? We don't know what this mouse is. We don't know what the particles are. We just don't know because whatever we experience that we call particles or uh, um, all, all of material reality, the constellations, the people the all of that is our interpretation of reality. so what we if we want to be empirical, if we want to be accurate, then we have to say that all we know is that we experience something that we call particles, we experience something that we call material reality. Now the the it is, it is you want you want to stop me well, here I want to know but it, there's
0: no different I experience this mouse I
1: mean so right so what I'm who cares the what's the card. difference what does it what does it matter okay let's go back to the examples we talked about before it matters because if you think that reality is objective reality that what you see and experience is re- re- objective reality outside of you then there's then that's it. That's where it oh, ends. Okay, we discover such and such
0: particles. Okay, if which now un- it's there, and we can put it in the book of truth. That that's there, and that's no, no, how no but ends. not
1: not just that. If if you recognize that all of re- reality is your experience, then by changing something about how you experience reality, you can see. You can change understand. reality. Yes, that's and that's. Hmm. And that's really all that Kabbalah is is about. It doesn't say there's a God outside of us. No, Kabbalists don't say that. Even when they say the word creator or God or something like that, and Baal makes it very, very clear and repeats it again and again in his articles. And in the beginning of tests, it says it again and again. All that we experience, all that we talk about as Kabbalists is from our, the attainment of our own vessel of perception. Even when we say the creator, it's just a figure of speech. It is, what is the creator? It is a sensation, an experience, that appears in your own vessel of, of experience. That's what feels reality. We call that a vessel, right, in the wisdom of Kabbalah. So all that Kabbalists are engaged with is... How to calibrate my own vessel, my own perception, to experience reality in a different way. That's it. That is it. And in the practice of it, they try all kinds of experiments, just like a, a scientist conducts experiments. So where, are right?
0: you, where is the Kabbalist getting the tools to see reality?
1: From experience. Trial and error. Trying, testing, discovering. Trying what? Okay, so just like in um, how in science you start from a certain hypothesis, let's say you start from something that you're going to test. The hypothesis of every on every spiritual degree is that all that you experience, all of your reality, all the different parts and elements of it are are they belong to a single program. They come from a single guiding program or a single intention or a single thought. Kabbalists call this the thought of creation. And now they don't just stay with this statement or, you know, uh, assumption. They go and try to calibrate their perception to feel that, to experience that. And as a result, they discover that they're far from it or that they feel it to an extent and that's where the research is taking place and experimentation is taking place and that's where they came up with understanding that for that you need to work with a few other people like you who are doing the same work and between you in a focused dedicated group you try to identify those connections of the single program that you feel, that you each feel within you. And that becomes like, and that's that's the whole practice. That's how it's built. But it's it relies solely on empirical observation from your own vessel. There is nothing there that uh, you assume is just that. But we just already that, said that the vessel well, is- But what is, is my problem empty. then with, with these particles, <laughs> right? Okay. So who cares about the, the, the particles then? the the <laughs> my issue with that is that we think of the we we assume that this material reality is something that exists objectively of, outside of us and uh, and uh, whether we are there to observe it or not has nothing to do with it. We are looking at objective reality and so while it's the, the while issue... it's useful it's completely if you want to know about the nature of reality you're being impre- not precise and it's completely it's completely wrong because all that you experience all that you research as particles you're actually researching your own perception that's what we're researching all of scientific reductionism redu- you know which is basically what what we do in most of science breaking things apart to find their the fundamental units that make up system right it's 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 just flawed it's it's just um um it's not going to take you to any it doesn't give you any access to reality as it is and yet we consider it reality as it is objective reality but what does a person
0: do with so so we started with the premise i think most people here already kind of forgot it or it's so inconvenient that we don't doesn't really enter the ear but if 99.99% of all of our of how we live or ninety nine point nine (laughs) nine 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 percent of how we live is is totally without free choice is totally programmed Mm -hmm. into me so what do I do with that
1: part awesome man that that's exactly where where we should uh where we should end on a on a on a high note There's and, and no so, something that uh, yeah. So where is our free choice? So Kabbalists say, and that's coming from their research. If you want to feel it, you have to research it for yourself, right? That's the whole. That's what the whole method is. Method is Whoa! Whoops! Yeah. Uh, Whoa! That was. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was too too uh too intense too early <laughs> anyway um but we got I the had song no free, now i know no free know. will <laughs> <laughs> happened. where is your free will though it's where's
0: our producer after all these shows we're still doing yeah. everything ourselves here yeah. oh. okay all
1: right the, as you're saying so the point The, the here's the um the um uh, forgot where I, where i wanted to go the uh, yeah, is our free choice, yeah. The free choice, our free choice is exactly at that point, changing our perception of reality. That's what it's about. What you already perceive here in this material world is Kabbalists refer to this as branches, meaning every branch, if you look at a tree, all of its branches you know they're beautiful and they're they're they coalesce at certain points and they're they're intricate very intricate and detailed but they all result they all are caused from they all are outcomes of their root and so if you want to influence anything if you if you want to if you want to realize your free choice it's not going to be on the level of the branches everything that we experience here in this material reality it's a material perception is already a product of our perception free choice lies in the program that governs your perception kabbalists say you have access to that if you activate your free choice if you want that's where you can go and going there equals realizing your free choice and so, of course, that you know, that's just a a big uh, thing that needs to be further detailed and explored, and explored. But um, but that's why it matters.
0: The perception. Okay, so it's but that's only one part of the equation. You yes, tell us where the free choice is. Uh, and I'd be happy to have free choice and not just be a chimp uh, <laughs> but what am i going to do about it is the real magic the real magic of the kabbalists like because i think that the reason why the kabbalists are telling us that right we talked about the 99.99999999 but if we can find that door you know imagine there's a wall that's you know, a million kilometers long and there's yeah. one door yeah if you can find that door exactly and you can go through that door (laughs) as hair as
1: harry potter as it is (laughs) that is pretty much the the it's a good analogy it's a good metaphor for the situation that we're in
0: so imagine the whole thing you know, turning inside out like a Taurus or something like that, like the the circle that kind of like, you know, that Mm -hmm. one point, all of a sudden everything inverts and the the material part that now is operating as 99.999% unconsciously, we go through that portal and we're living now in that, in the, spiritual reality ninety nine point nine 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 nine, and everything that's going on here in this body just becomes the point oh 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 one that we exist in but all of our what what becomes available to us is not cnn and bbc and <laughs> crap from the news and crap you know some another pair of sneakers or the weather but this but what's really going on here what it's yeah. really all about and that whole thing turns inside out.
1: Um, yeah, um, I gotta. Uh, we gotta conclude. I got a nice quote to finish with. Okay. It won't. It won't wrap things up. I think it. It will only open things more. But why not leave, leave on an on an open ended note? What do you say about that? huh you're Sounds muted. Good. Okay, let's. Uh, I, I think so, uh,
0: I, I blew a fuse when I played the song before. I'm trying to get. Oh, uh,
1: really? So trying to fix it. Fix it again. So you read uh, the code. Let me see if I can do okay. it. Okay, and if you can't, then I'll I'll see if I can play. Yeah, it works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check this out. All right. Um, this is from today, from a couple hours ago, from our teacher, Doctor Michael Lightman. So He says this, let's call the spiritual reality waves, nothing but waves, and we have to detect them and begin to sense them, rise to their nature, to their quality and intensity, so that we can emerge from the imaginary corporeal perception we see now. Where do we perceive reality? Inside our brain. The room you're in right now, the world, the constellations, other people, your brain's interpretation of the waves that reach your five senses builds your reality. We have to detect the spiritual form of the world, and it isn't the world we feel through our five senses. In Kabbalah, we gradually learn how to transcend our five senses. So that's... That's where we're going.
0: We are so lucky. We are so fortunate. Uh, when I was, uh, before I found Kabbalah, and before cell phones, I was 19, 20 years old, and I started reading a lot of spiritual books. It'd be like, mm. you know, you would go to, uh, you know, this winter, there's going to be a retreat with this teacher or something, you know. and right. you, you Once a year, you have a thing, and, and, uh, and this... <laughs> This, this summer, there's going to be a concert and, you know, we're going to go. Yeah, it's like yeah. For the cobblist, it's like every, every day. single day. yeah just and, in and,
1: it. it's and it's not just a thing that you do and go back to your ordinary life. It's include, you learn how to include your whole experience, your whole life into this new perception that you're building. That is why it's so, it's so unbelievably uh, inclusive of everything that you are and do, it's not like a practice that you do on the side, you know, a hobby or a, it. Really, you become you become it. it I don't. I'm there's so, no other way. I'm to so happy
0: it. to yeah. uh, to have friends like you, to have you as a friend, as
1: and, am uh, Chris, I, Chris,
0: <laughs> and uh, to to be on this journey to found this path. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will be here next week. On Thursday, uh, 2 p.m. As we go through the transition from into the spiritual reality, uh, we'll see you then. Bye.
1: Everyone. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Now is the time for the song. <laughs>
0: Looking at my heart from egoistic thoughts Learning all the lessons that this pressure gave us Wanna save myself, I gotta save my neighbors Slowly recognizing egoistic nature Showing us connection is the only savior We gon' come together, plow these fields of hatred True immunity from all the things that separate us. Everything is only for the good, it's all to change us. Yeah, so with tears and we reap in joy The ego is the evil seeking to destroy. Education covering the hate with love. Revelation blessings raining from the Father. Just to line in a field that is blessed.